Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. I was so close to running away on a on a cadence like I did last week, where I was like, gaming news, questions, and impressions. But I won't do that again. <laughs> uh, joining so me, funny. joining me is Jeremy Braditich. Hello. And and sorry, I cut you off. Zoom delay. I'm three beers deep. Oh my god, I did not know that. <laughs> and June Williams! Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. To the Minimap Cast. Yay. Uh, how are you? I'm okay. I'm pretty good. Um, enjoying some time off. Mm. Excellent. Um, well earned, I hear. Yes, hopefully. We'll find out, maybe. When, it, when do you um, get results for, for the stuff you've been studying? Not until November the 24th. Oh. And <laughs> we don't get individual day. exam marks either. They just give us like overall like subject result, which sucks oh, in my what? opinion. Wait, I know. What? How? So you just get like, yeah, like your overall mark for the entire subject and you don't get the individual like 40% exam mark. Um, Is that meant to incentivize you to make sure you do the best on all of it so you've got no shadow of a doubt maybe, on all of it? Or... But because like, like if you've got like a weak spot in some areas, how are you supposed to learn from that? And also, I you know. can theoretically work that out by going backwards, right? By t- mm. seeing what mark you have overall and seeing what mark you have for say the first two thirds of your course. If the exam mm. is the final third, you can just math that. You can, but why would they make you? Do you want to do that for me? Oh, there are websites <laughs> I do that. <laughs> I know because when I was at uni, I was like, all right, what's the minimum I need to get to pass the uni? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I'm going to the hospital in two weeks, so, um, not that'll be fun. I got my roster for that yes. uh, last week. Not as a patient. It's like 7am starts for two weeks. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's so. worth, it's worth bringing up that hospital for, uh, not for you being a patient, but for. No, no. <laughs> um, unless I fall and break my hip, then I might be in for the same thing, but no, um for my study so that'll be fun hopefully if i can manage to get up at seven or it'll be 6 a.m i guess every morning yeah that's intense Mm. if i can do that you can do that have you been doing that is that how early you have to get up for work uh i so i can part of my new job is i can go in at eight and leave at four and to do that i have to wake up at six and it's like (laughs) yeah used to it yeah, yeah, I yeah, guess you fall into a rhythm. It's kind of like yeah, that's what I tell myself. The sun's nearly up by then at the moment, right? Like the sun's mm. up so early right now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah the beginning of the of the daylight savings period. Yeah, it's yeah, True. it's intense. True. I uh, so anyways, <laughs> how is everyone else? Good, good, good. I we went here. Good. We're, we're busy. We make it. We're we, playing playing games. We're Working? We all double jabbed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Jeremy was last week. I got mine done two days ago. It's uh, it's all happening. It's 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 good. And Melbourne's opening up. Even although oh. that feels really weird because there's like there's like more cases a day than we've ever had before. But <laughs> yeah. well, it's fine because the government but says like, it's fine. But also, like our vaccine percentages have been very very quick. Yes. Um, mm. And uh, I had a last week. I had a pub lunch. T- 
Did you really? <gasps> I did. I'm so jealous. Tell me I'm f- craving like a palmer. The oh. first day out, I was at work and I was packing shit up because I do manufacturing for my job. And my boss comes up to me while I'm packing shit up at about 10.30 a.m. And he points at me and I look at him as if like I've got my hands up as if I'm being robbed. And he points at me and he goes, <laughs> pub lunch? I was like, yes, Pablo. Uh, yes, of course. And he's like, okay, I'm making a booking right now. So you're in? I'm like, I'm in. And this is like the first day out. Is this is um, this like the, the, the big boss or Ollie? No, no, this is a boss of the department. Okay. Boss of like the, the like a, a person I, I genuinely report to. Okay. Um, <laughs> genuinely. Not just Ollie. Yeah. Mr. Human. Um, and uh, he's like, okay. And then he walked away and he ran back and he's like, you double jabbed, right? I'm like, yes. And he's like, okay, sweet. And then, and then went back and went around to everybody else. And then I had a Cooper's Pale Ale on tap outside oh. in the 25 degree sun with oh. a fish and chips oh. on a plate. Oh. oh my God, I could cry. Oh my God, it was the <laughs> loveliest thing I have had in such a long time. How, how was- standard was the salad? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I, oh. I I did exactly what I did last time we came out of lockdown, which was I had a beer on tap in my hand and people were talking to me and I zoned all the way out, <laughs> looking directly at the bubbles appearing in my beer. You literally blissed out. Where, I literally was a million miles away and had to look up and say, I'm so sorry, what did you say? I was too distracted by having a beer on tap in my hand. <laughs> and I am doing that exact same thing tomorrow. Good. I am. You deserve it. Oh, it is so 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 nice, so lovely. I uh, um, Sam, my Sam is out uh, seeing their family today for the first time in months. Um, and I'm feeling I'm feeling a bit. Bleh, I'm, I'm 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 pretty easily tired after my jab the other day. At least I'm hoping it's that because if it's not that, then like it just means that I have to go to bed on time, and that's a consequence of my own action that I'm not willing to confront. But anyway, <laughs> um, Sam's out. And I was invited and I'm like, oh, I don't feel too good. And then I was like, oh, no, we're going to do the podcast today as well. But like also part of my brain's just like people don't, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> don't right? do it. Yeah. People. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like where I was out to get the pub lunch, it was like we were outside and there was really not that many tables outside. So it, it was like a good amount. It yeah. was it was not like I was swamped with people and it was middle of the day and it was middle of the day on a weekday. So like it's not like there was a ton of people out. Yeah. Um, if it was pub dinner on a Friday night, I would have been a bit more hesitant um, mm. just in terms of like my own like anxieties around being around people immediately. Yeah. Um, but it was a, it was a comfortable amount of people. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm nervous about getting really burnt out on the socialization. Yeah. yeah. Like after like an hour of seeing people like, oh, I gotta go home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't have right. the tolerance for this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely, wanting to ease into it a bit um you know i am i am yeah. little uh I'm, I'm slow on the gas pedal so yeah it, it's gonna be interesting it's, this weekend's gonna be interesting as well because it's cup weekend which i was i only figured out yesterday and like mm. coming out of lockdown like friday at 6 p.m so it's like the the thing that got me was so I'm, I'm not working at my my retail job at the moment but i'm i'm still on the books as i'm still getting notifications it turns out um Place where I'm working, they're open at six till midnight uh, this this Friday. 
What the hell? Why? <laughs> because it's the first time they've been able to have customers. And, you know, I think the shopping centre where I work is desperate for the income. Christ. <laughs> anyway. That's really sad. Yeah, it's it's pretty intense. Um, anyway, let's... Uh, that, that, you know, it, it, it's funny because we haven't caught up, like, the three of us haven't spoken to June that much recently and haven't spoken to Jeremy that much over the last week. And so it's good to catch up with you, even even during the podcast. But how about we talk about some video games, huh? Mm, yes. Um, oh, also... Lockdown minute. <laughs> 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 can, we, uh, can we grab that and uh, make that a little sound bite that you could put on your, your sound deck and you press press the, the lockdown minute button when we go into the lockdown well, discussion? We've always thought we, we, we need a better intro song for um for Game Spoilers podcast. We can just... <laughs> Just on repeat, yeah, ten times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a quick disclaimer, because Sam's not here. I've got my door open. If the cat screams, you're going to hear it a bit louder. Um, so sorry, slash, you're welcome. Um, anyway, this is the Minimap Cast. Uh, we talk about uh, games and stuff when we're not talking about COVID. Um, it's usually most of the time we're not talking about COVID. Uh, you can find this podcast on the website minimap.com.au. Uh, as well as any podcast service of your choosing, um, all the previous episodes, as well as the one you're listening to right now. Uh, if you want to support us at all, it'd be great if you could give the show a positive rating on whatever service you use. Um, you know, some service, it's a plus or it's a tick or it's a heart or it's a thumb up, you know, or it's a five stars on Apple or whatever with some room to write some nice words if you want. Any any of that that you feel like doing would be greatly appreciated. Um you can also support us monetarily at patreon.com slash minimapau uh, if you feel like doing so that way. Uh, no pressure, you know. It's it's weird times. If you if you don't have the funds, that's not a problem. We understand. We'll be here for you anyway. Uh, we also just wanted to say thank you to uh, Shook for letting us use the... Oh, pardon me. For letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. Uh, you can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. So... Um, let's let's start with this. I think we'll we'll start with the the game that Jeremy and I have both played, and then we'll, and then we'll go to you, June, and then and then all my other ones are kind of small. Uh, so let's talk about Inscription. Um, looks like is this going to be spoilers? Sorry, it's going to have spoilers in it. I don't think so. Can you do an a non-spoilers version? Yeah, we yeah. like I, I I think this is a this is one of those games that I think people should go into knowing as uh, 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 not a lot of information um because part of the part of the delight of this game is figuring out like what the game has to offer. Hmm. Um I think we can talk about this in pretty broad terms. Yeah. Harry. So what I can speak to I played the whole demo and not anything from the from the full game. Um it was a decent amount of content. It was like a full hour, maybe a bit more. Um, it was very funny when I got to the end of the demo, which is when you beat the first boss. Um, it kind of hard cuts and it immediately goes to showing you the trailer and it pauses on the trailer and then just alt it like the game just closes. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like, you're done. Buy this or you're out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've, I've got like first hour knowledge and like, I don't feel like I've encountered anything that's particularly um, ground 
destroying or shattering. So I don't think I could spoil too much for you if I wanted to. Um, but I don't. I'll speak in vague terms anyway. Uh, Jeremy, what did you? How much did you do? I've done about five hours. Okay. Um, I, I did about a. I did a two-hour sitting and a three-hour sitting. Cool. Um. So in extraordinarily broad terms, um, this game is a uh, roguelike deck building. <laughs> Say a, it. Say it, Cardo. <laughs> Say it, Cardo. Roguelike deck builder. Yay! Um, if it, 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 uh, people should look up the clip that, uh, that Cardo from Waypoint is talking about that. Anyway, um, it is it is a roguelike deck builder um, that plays on uh, creepy, spooky. Like it, it's not a horror game, um, no. but it is like creepy term, uh, themes. Um, uh, you are in a cabin and you are essentially playing cards against a pair of eyes in the shadow on the other side of the table. Um, as, as you go forward, um, that pair of eyes is weaving a story for you um, and you can choose what route to go down. Um, it's broadly the same every time, but like there are different paths you can take, which will give you different obstacles along the way. Yeah. Um, and the game deals a lot with like putting down different animals, um, that are of different various strengths, um, and, uh, sacrificing those animals to then get stronger animals. Um, the developers of this game are famous for um, creating Pony Island, um, oh, which which that will make so much sense for anybody who's played Pony Island. You know exactly what I mean. Um, it, it it messes with the meta structure of what this game is in a way that is really fun um, and and really really enjoyable. Um, I'm not going to get into any specifics, but it is really fun to basically have a. Uh, the, 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 the pair of eyes across the way from the table, um, they're basically, they're being your, your, your DM, they're being your dungeon master, your game master. And they are, uh, bringing you through a, a spooky tale. Um, and sort of like there's, there's something sinister afoot. Um, yeah, I think is, is the, is the way to, to, to leave a lot of that stuff. Um, the card game itself is is really not that. It, it's one of those games where you can get as much out of it as much as you put into it, which I think is very good. Because I, if anybody doesn't in the past about my feelings towards like card based games or anything, I bounce off those really hard, almost exclusively. There, are, there's like one card game in any video game I've ever enjoyed, and that was Gwent, and I still didn't enjoy that game enough to like play Quint outside of the Witcher. Um, you didn't like Hearthstone? I enjoyed Hearthstone, but Hearthstone really relied on me being able to build a deck. Yeah. And like the, yeah. the moment, like it asked me to build a deck, like I have no idea what I'm doing and I just immediately yeah. bounce off. Um, I I think I only ever built, built one Hearthstone deck and I would always use the ones that it pre-built me anyway. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, and same in The Witcher, like anytime it asked me to properly build a Gwent deck, I just like, I would go, no, like I- <laughs> I'm going to go I'm stab just, some wyverns. Yeah, like I'm just going to do something else. Um, th this game 
I I actually built a deck in oh. this game. Oh, kinda, but like kinda because it's one of those things where you don't like in between runs. It's not a there's not a whole lot of carryover in between runs. Well, yeah, it, are, it's, it's roguelike. It's not like Hearthstone yes. where you create a deck that you. It's like, oh, I can't wait to bring in my Murloc deck. Like, you don't get to bring in, like, a loadout or a preset. It's like, you get given choices, and you can make choices that line up the mechanics in different ways as you go along. Yes, your deck gets built along the way, and so you are trying to basically... Like, you're making a build. It's it's not quite a deck-building game. It's a build-building... It's a build-building game. Um, Build-building game. What? It's a... (laughs) My favorite type of game. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, you're looking at the kind of cards you have and the kind of, like, the kind of meta um, mechanics and abilities that you've been dealt, and you're, you're basing your cards around that, um, which is really good. It's, it's honestly really, really top-notch. Um, and the way that the game itself... Um, weaves itself into the rest of the game is excellent in ways that like there's so many aha moments in this game from the first two and a half to three hours um and you know later on as well um it's really really good the writing is also really good the music is great the style of the game it's kind of it's kind of lo-fi um yeah it's got like a crt filter on it yeah 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 the style of it is what really grabbed me when i looked it up so. It's just really good. It's like a really fucking solid game. I, uh, hmm. Talk me through it, Carrie. Talk me through your feelings. I've, I've played a few roguelike deck builders. Um, yeah. many- As someone who really played a lot of sl- spl- uh, Slay the Spire. Yeah, I've, I've played a, a bit of Slay the Spire, a whole lot of Monster Train. I watched as it is the case for a lot of roguelikes. I've watched Northern Lion on YouTube play more of it than I've actually played of it, but I still, that you know, that still counts because <laughs> he's much better at it than I am. Um, this game doesn't, I don't, I'm not in love with it. I don't, like, I like the demo finished and I was like, cool. I think that's enough for me right now. I don't want to keep playing. And I was prepared to buy the game because it's like 20-something bucks like, that wasn't an obstacle. I wasn't like, oh, I don't want to spend that to the... And then Ollie made the point of like, oh, you have Jeremy's library on Steam. Yes, just... it's on my library. Yeah, so I don't even <laughs> have to pay for it. I can just borrow Jeremy's... But in my head, I'm just like, I don't... It's not... I... I'm not in love with it. And the, the things you're talking about of like, you know, there's so many aha moments in the first hour or two. You know, I, I know that there's distinctive moments I know that you're talking about and they don't grab me in the same way. Like... You steering clear of them, I wasn't even thinking of steering clear of them because I was like, oh, that happens. You know, it happens in the first hour. It's kind of neat. They don't really hook me. And the same thing with, like, when you're just you're saying, oh, the music and the tone and the stuff. Like me per- I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I, it doesn't hit me this way. But sure. the, the music I found just kind of put me on edge and didn't engage me. Like, I kind of just wanted to turn it off and put on Spotify because I was like, Ah, because uh, it's it's go- it's going for that horror tone. It's going for that scary tone. Um, but it kind of just meant like I was just hearing like like spooky soundscapes literally for like two hours straight. I'm like, man, I, I'm not I'm not being engaged by that. Um, I think the I think some of the the biggest strengths of this game the 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 card mechanics are very good. 
And like, it's a very surprisingly simple, like board layout and mechanics. Like all of the depth comes from the different cards, but like the way it works is you, you've got a row of four cards and then the, you're, you're, you, can you're, have, you can have more than four well, on the, on the, on the thing. Oh, sorry. I, I thought you meant in your hand. No, not in your hand. So you've got your hand, sorry. however many, and you've got a couple of piles to draw from. And then in front of you to play, like the play area, you can have four active cards at once. The enemy, the enemy can have four active cards, and then you get the benefit of being able to see their cards coming a turn in advance. So they've got like two rows, once an in advance row, once a current row. And like that's kind of it. It's like they're in front of each other, they attack, and if no one's in front of them, then it attacks the other person, and that goes against their health. So, you know, it's it's quite, you know... That's card. That's a card game, <laughs> um, but the mechanics in there are quite good, and the, the the sacrificing, you know, the different cards at different blood costs. So to get a stronger one out, you need to get rid of your weaker ones. But like, if you mo- remove your weaker one, then maybe you'll be opening yourself up to defense. Like the mechanics are there; it's good and, and it's engaging, um, and the animations are really slick. Like the transition from from going from a from a round to uh, the overworld map, where you're sort of choosing each thing. Um, or when you use one of your uh, items, like every animation when you change this transition from anything to anything else is really like, it's really like, like it's really quick. And in a way that keeps me going. Like I, I wasn't vibing with it, with the, with the sort of tone of the game, but the, the, the gameplay and the animations really keep you in. And it, and even going from run to run, when you lose a run, um, and when you get to well, I don't really know what happens after the boss fight, right? Because the demo ended. But but even at the at the discrete points where you'd think normally that it'd get to like a, a menu or something, it, it's so quick to just put you straight back in and just keep you going, keep you in there. Like when so first, I really properly heard about it was um, Byron in our Discord was talking about it. I was like, oh, I'm gonna play. And then the next day it was like, I played from 5 p.m. till 3 a.m. And I did not mean to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this get this. I don't know. It's interesting. I do want to play a bit more, but it's it's just not um it's not high on my priorities at the moment. I, 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 I want to see what everyone's so infatuated with. <laughs> I, I do have a question for you when you played the demo. Um, did you lose? Yes. You did lose? Okay. Yeah. I... And there's some cool stuff with that. There's some cool stuff in there. Yeah. Did that, did, did the, mm, how do I, did. <laughs> Can we take my headphones off? <laughs> no, it's, it's like. Jeremy doesn't want to spoil the, the audience either. Yeah. D- did the, did the losing mechanic. Yeah. Show up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, no, there's a losing mechanic. And that yeah. was cool. That was, that was, and that was, that was neat. Although I had had that spoiled but to me already i didn't know that that would happen maybe you shouldn't have watched someone very good at deck building roguelikes <laughs> play this game before he did no i didn't i didn't oh okay i, I went you, into uh, i went uh, there was just this like like a work channel i'm in someone was like yo in this game when you die this happens <laughs> oh i thought i thought you you were saying that you had to watch northern line play a bunch of this before you did no 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 i didn't spoil myself for it i i went okay, in pretty right. blind on this yeah but that was the one I, thing I did know about. I, I I think you should give it a hit the I know like and I I hate myself for saying this hit the three hour mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like that's what um, Ollie was saying, right? Where I was like, I don't know if I love this, 
I don't know if I should keep going. And Ollie was like, it's free. I'm like, yes, but I don't know if I want to play it. He's like, no, he's like, if you've got access to it, you should get a bit further into it. There's, there's stuff there. Yeah. Like, and I want to say I sort of did the same because I played two hours at the beginning and that was me sort of like dabbling and stopping and starting and stopping and starting a bit. Um, in the, in the same PlayStation, but I was also doing a couple other things at the same time. And then, yeah, and then last night I was like, all right, well, it's, you know, it's half an hour to my bedtime. I guess I'll play until two and a half hours after my bedtime. Um, <laughs> and that was not directly by choice that I was going to do that, but that was very much like a, oh, I'll just fucking give it another go. And then, and and it it pulled it pulled a very smart trick, which is, I don't know how, but it knew the moment I was going to be like, okay, that's enough. And then it showed me something drastically different. I was like, oh, you, you motherfucker, you, <laughs> you, look what you did. You got me going for another hour um, in, in a way that was like really enjoyable and fun. And I don't want to bring up um, specifically, um, but it was like, yeah, it's the only, and like, you know, and this is the deck builder mechanics are so light, which I think is why I'm enjoying it more um, because I'm not, I'm not building a deck that I'm calling my own. I'm just improvising a deck. Yeah. And that's a real strength of roguelike deck builders. Is like the, Absolutely. The problem I've ever found whenever I've even contemplated playing Hearthstone or Magic or um, even like auto battlers. You know, I was talking about super auto pets last week. And, um, you know, the thought of getting into another one is so daunting because the only way to become competitive and to play the game in the way it's meant to be played is to have a is to have a rock solid foundational knowledge of the majority of the cards that might be coming your way or that you might be drawing and to know how they'll interact with each other like you have to understand dozens of cards and dozens of unique mechanics before you can even start to piece it all together um whereas in roguelike deck builders it's like you get a choice of one and three one to three cards right now and like it might be good or it might be bad or it might or might not work with what you do and don't have and you could try and build towards something but you might not get the things you need to make that particular something work so you just got to make it work on the fly it's just like doing the best you can with what you get at that moment it's it's really yeah it's a good formula mm, yep are you like did oh. you know about this game june uh i feel like i'd seen it online but i was only reminded about it in the Discord the other right. day. Um, was it at any kind of showcase recently? I want to say yes, because I remember the... I, I remember mm. part of the trailer. I, I want to say it might have been a, like... It's... Guerrilla Games Festival or something, like the, the early E3 yeah. one or one of the others. Like, I want to say it was around those circles... Well, do you remember who's who mm. published it, Jeremy? Devolver. Devolver? Yeah. Was it at the Devolver Showcase? That's, oh, so it was at that's the Devolver pro- Showcase. Yeah, no, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's probably where, where I've seen yeah. it. Um, but apart from that, no, I haven't really seen it. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting just how I haven't seen mainstream, well, mainstream, I haven't seen um, so much of games media get behind a deck builder like this before, you know, yeah. uh, like outside of Slay the Spire, like three years ago, um, mm, yeah, you know, it, it didn't happen for Monster Train. The people who played it loved it, but it did not get that same. There, there was no zeitgeist for Monster Train. Um, like there definitely is right now for Inscription. 
And, and to be honest, I've seen people tweeting about it, but I haven't seen exactly a whole lot of coverage about it, which is interesting. Yeah. I've seen people just like saying, oh my God, like, you know, anybody who's doing Game of the Year list, make sure you give this one a go to make sure that you're not going to miss out on something. You might like potentially want to have it in the running. Um, well, but in well, terms of actual like articles, like th- I'm sure there's some, but like I haven't seen a whole lot that, you know, a that like Hades would get or like, a, you know, even like Umarangi or Out of Wilds, you know, like 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 a big indie hit. Yeah. Um, I've not seen that level of coverage. And I mean, I think you can look at this conversation and find one of the big reasons why is because people don't want to talk. They don't want to ruin the game. Hmm. Because it's one of those ones where it's like, yes, you shouldn't know about what's going to happen. You should yeah. play it. And those are really hard to to get proper coverage. It's so hard. It's like, oh, I'm not going to tell you anything about it because you'll have a better time if you know nothing about it. Just know that you should play it. It must be kind of annoying being in the <laughs> position of like the publisher or developer of the game because it'd be like, everybody loves our game and no one wants to spoil it, but that also means no one's talking about it yeah. in the open. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Inscription. I don't know. I, I, I'd say we'll check back with us in a couple of weeks, but I doubt we'll be able to say anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like how we were dancing when we've been talking about Out of Wilds for the last couple of weeks, and every time we brought it up, it was like, I don't know how to talk about this, but it's amazing. <laughs> uh, quick check-in. How Have you progressed more in the DLC, Gary? No, I haven't. I haven't been yeah. able to touch okay. it. Um, I've been oh, very busy, enough. and then uh, I've also been too scared. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, June. If you didn't know, the Outer Wilds DLC is like legitimate horror. <laughs> good, well, very good. Like I'm actually, so like kept me awake multiple nights in a row. <laughs> like Gary, Gary messages me at one AM, being like, "I'm too scared." <laughs> no, I messaged you at one AM because I'd solved a puzzle in my head because I was thinking about it all night. <laughs> anyway, uh, June, tell us how Disco Elysium is on the Switch. Yay, it finally, finally came out on um, It's good. I remember, I only wanted to bring it up because I remember I had a conversation, I think we talked about it probably the last time, the last three times, talked about Disco Elysium on this podcast. Um, I was saying that I didn't know how I would feel about the full voice acting and whether it would be distracting, I guess, or whether I would be able to concentrate properly. Um, how good is I it? I take it back. <laughs> it's so um, good. I take it back completely. <laughs> Um, and I think that um, I think I think I was right in saying that it is distracting. But I think once you get um, once you play it for like a good twenty minutes and you get into the zone, um, it's, it's so good. It like it really keeps you engaged, and it's just a, it was a very good choice by them. Um, yes, enjoying that. It's so full now because of it. It's so whole. Yeah. Um, mm. And like the extra voices. And also, I like. Yeah, and I like the excuse to listen to Kim yeah. longer, so uh-huh. it's fine by me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's good. Having fun. Yeah, I, uh, I, I. Um, what day? What day are you up to? Oh, Jeremy? I started another run because, like, <laughs> I, because if I like, if I come back after not playing for a week, I've forgotten everything, and so I just like, well, I guess I'm seeing the intro <laughs> of this game again. Jeremy, what? Yep. intro many, of this game um, still fucks. How many times does that make? Oh, like eight. <laughs> like so many. But, you know, like I've restarted it. This will be my second time restarting it now. And like I've done 
it completely different to the first yeah. time. Like I've found complete things in completely different order that I didn't, I had, you know, on like day five of my other playthrough and like, I hadn't done this stuff yet. And I did it in like day one. Like it's clever. Um, yeah. Anyway. I've also, um, my sister was staying with us for a little bit and she bought a PS5. Um, so we had a PS5 here for a while and she bought control um for some reason i <laughs> <laughs> don't know i don't know why that was her first choice um yeah. but I've been, yeah we played a little bit of that on ps5 which i i played it on yours jeremy yeah. i think um on the nice tv but um i guess sitting down and actually properly putting you know four or five hours into it it's a different story um that game is so satisfying and like i think the boss the boss fights are so challenging in a way that's like it'll take me you know 10 plus times maybe have to sit on it over like over a couple of days or whatever to actually get but like when you get it it's like so it's so good yeah um it's not too hard but also not too easy anyway very good yeah like had fun. I, I, I think I will say later on the checkpointing gets a bit rough in terms of bosses, but like, yeah, um, yeah totally. Like that game is, you know, real unlike a lot of other games that are in that space. Um, Do you know, um, I'm meaning to ask, and I haven't looked it up, forgot to look it up. Do you know if they, did they, did they put any like PS5 control, controller feedback onto the PS5 it, version of the game? It does have some controller stuff. Um, specifically the triggers. Yeah, it felt it felt good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It felt really good for a PS4 game on a PS5. So I was wondering if they moved some stuff over. Yeah, because there is a native PS5 version of that game, yeah. which is what they would be using. Um, yeah. Which I want to say, like, yeah. it added some rumble stuff. I don't remember if there was much resistance in the triggers, but like, it it it. I think, I think there, there is. is. I think that's yeah. what I was noticing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think guns, there's like a guns. there's like a a false, a false floor you have to pull through. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I think that was the only thing I noticed in the controller, um, and besides the fact that it looks well, really good. Did you change also. the graphics modes at all? Did you try the the performance versus quality or? Uh, I think we did, but our TV isn't great, so we kind of just went for performance. Yeah. I think. Yeah, so. it's interesting when I was when I was playing that the most, and I I've pretty much fallen off it. Um, but when I was playing it for longer periods of time, I was playing it on the quality mode, which is thirty FPS, but with ray tracing. Um, mm. And then when I I I, I played 30, 40 minutes of it like a month ago, so this is after a break, and I came back and I was like, ah, oh, no, I don't want thirty FPS right now. Give me that sixty. <laughs> I needed to run a bit smoother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the reflections are nice, but I'm just gonna not. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can either the reflections they are, are nice, like they're, they're real so nice. nice. <laughs> like it's it's one of those games where it's like you can do thirty until you do sixty, but once you do sixty, you can't go back to thirty. So every time you turn off the game, you have to swap to thirty and then turn it off. That way, when you load it up the next time, it'll be on thirty, so you yeah. can decide if you want to go to sixty or not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's what I've been playing. Was that the uh, the only game that you got to play at the time? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. We also downloaded Wolfenstein. 
two, mm. but she didn't play it with me, which is sad because I was a one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad we're not going to get number um, three for a, for a while. I want to replay that game again. I want to replay both of them. Do it. Maybe. Did either Maybe. of you ever play the old blood? Yeah. No. Any good? Like, as in the 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 the, the DLC prequel. to the first game. Yeah, yeah. The, the standalone DLC. Yeah, it it was it was fine. It it felt like an old Wolfenstein game in new <laughs> Wolfenstein's clothes, um, which like, you know, the best part about those games are the story and the characters, and hmm. it wasn't written by the same people. It just felt like the same game, which was not really what I was there for. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was fine. I picked it up for like fifteen bucks once, and that's a good price for it. But anymore, I I wouldn't recommend it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, cool. So I got a couple of things here, and and then one of them I think we'll talk about after the the question corner, which we will definitely have this week, which I'm looking forward to having a question corner to answer. Um. <laughs> But something, so, so another roguelike I started was Into the Breach, which I have had installed on my computer for about 22 months, I calculated the other day. Yay! <laughs> Wait, sorry, have you never played it before? I love this game. Ooh, but I bought it oh, in 2020 goodness. and installed it. Oh, carry. <laughs> bit of Fire Emblem. Yeah, bit of Fire Emblem. Yeah, not, not that bad. I paid a full price for that game. And then you didn't one. even put it in your Switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I did once. I, I, I put it in and installed it. Mm. <laughs> Talk to me about Into the Breach. Uh, so Into the Breach, it's the next game by the people who made FTL, which is a <laughs> game that I really like. Uh, the next game. <laughs> it's been out. Years old. It's been out for years. Um, <laughs> it's like. It's kind of like Advanced yes. Wars. It's like a top-down tactics game, like, a, but like, but a bit less. It's more strategy-focused than that as well, because in Advance Wars or Fire Emblem, oh, it is like Fire Emblem, isn't it? <laughs> in Advance Wars or Fire Emblem, uh, you know, it's kind of like sword sword fighter runs up to the horse and they stab, and then the other person counterattacks, and then that's it. But in Into the Breach, you're playing you're playing as mechs in this, like, grid, and it's all kind of pixel-based. It's gorgeous art style, very simple. Um, and it's like a 7x7 seven seven grid, and there's different terrain. So there's, you know, flat terrain, forest, mountains, there's cities that you're protecting, and then there's these big insects called the Vec, I think. Um, yep. And all of, most, most attacks, they do some type of damage, and you've got ranged and melee attacks, you know, big mechs that punch or, you know, guns or whatever. Um but then there's also almost always a push mechanic associated with it as well. And so it becomes about trying to deal the most amount of damage to the VEC. And, you know, it, it, the VEC kind of, you can tell what attacks they're about to do before they do them. So they line up their attacks. You could, Then you can move them around so then they can shoot their own friends if you line it up correctly. Um, so it's, it, it becomes quite, you've got to think like three steps ahead for every turn. And then they also show you what, where the enemies, are, how many enemies are going to arrive next turn as well. So you're kind of thinking three steps ahead just for one turn and then the next turn. Um, so it's quite a... And then also like the landscape changes every turn as yeah. well sometimes. So you've got to yeah, like if you, if you hmm. shoot your gun 
on something that's in the forest and the forest lights on fire and then all of a sudden that's a hazard space and so you can punch an insect onto that yeah, and then it have... gets more damage um or you can punch them well like the ty- i think it's sorry that like the typhoon warnings and stuff so like you'll get like water mm. encroaching yeah, yeah, every yeah. um every yeah, turn it's it's really mm. clever i i only played about an hour which was like six or so encounters um and honestly, it's probably still Tutorial Island um, a bit. I don't know how much they tutorialize you at the start <laughs> compared to, say, if I was to jump into a new game for the fifth time. Um, it's very good. It's very... Compared to FTL, right, where it's like, you know, you're playing FTL the first, say, three hours, and there's all of these text boxes every time you land in a new sector and every time you come up to a scenario and you're reading the text boxes and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should give the... I, uh, I don't have the money to pay off the slavers, but if I if I fight them, they might blow up and then there's no crew left. And then by hour 20, you're like, I've seen this scenario. One, option one, option two, fight, fight, fight. Option one, option three, fight, fight, fight. Like, you can kind of blaze through that game. There's no way you could do this in Into the Breach. Like, you can come become a bit more familiar with the mechanics, I'm sure, and be like, oh, this, will, this sort of combo, punch here, shoot there, do that, might work a bit faster. But like, oh, this game is... It's the thing is though, I feel like um, there is no really reason to replay because there's like I don't know maybe six islands or something and then you you finish the game yeah. the game technically with that set of mech but you can replay it again with a different set of mechs with dude like completely different things so like every time you replay it I think it's different that's anyway. fair and so I did notice that you're thinking differently every time you yeah play I it. did notice that mm. at the front where it was like wow there's a lot of unlocks here there's so many different types yeah. of operators and and yeah the different loadouts all the things I you know I don't I don't even know what they are just that they're there you know little blank boxes um so yeah it's it's good it's it's hard because like I, I i look at these and it's like oh yeah no this would be good to put 20 hours into when am i gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> um it's almost like i should have been playing into um, the breach for the last 18 months that i've had it installed on my hard drive it's funny like i i didn't really enjoy ftl but i i really like into the breach i spent a lot of time on into the breach like i don't know why that is yeah, it's funny ollie said the same thing he was like oh i i much prefer into the breach compared to ftl um i really yeah. like ftl um mm, so do i i'm no expert yeah. i'm you know i i'm not good at it and so that kind of leads me to not playing it over and over and becoming a master at it but i love i do really love it um into the breach it it's different in many ways and similar in many ways it's got such its own identity but it's clearly made from the same people, but they clearly tried to go and do something different. I, I don't know. It's 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 very tight. It's like like I, I yeah. can't really there's there's no loose screws in this in this ship. Like it's it seems pretty ironclad. It it, it it's kind of a perfect yeah. game. Um <laughs> like in terms of like there's there's no real fault with it. Um like this game uniquely makes me feel like a dumbass. Like this game is so is so <laughs> attuned to make me feel like an absolute fucking moron, because it's just there's just one thing I didn't consider, and when it happens, like oh of course, the thing that happened eighteen yeah. eighteen things later. Why didn't I consider that? It was yeah. right there, and you know what? It was right there, and I just I just or it'll be like um 
you'll have like you'll count for like a whole bunch of really complex stuff and then you'll forget like this one tiny thing where like there's a guy like yeah. right next to you and you didn't even realize yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit that's over here and, um, and it's one of those things yeah. like i feel like if i had thought about that move for an extra two more minutes i would have seen it every single time and yet i never do and so i don't and so i'm <laughs> i am terrible at this game I am so uniquely bad at Into the Breach. I have maybe, like, I've never completed a campaign and I've played a bunch of hours of this game. Yeah. I, I get to, like, two or three islands and then I just fall flat on my face. Like, really? I am so terrible. Yeah, like, I, I cannot, I, like, I, I can so not not play this game efficiently at all. Um, and, like, the, there's there's zero randomness in this game. Like the, everything you can see, so many steps. Well, like essentially, right? Like, as in, okay. Like, yeah. let, me, let me rephrase that. There are no surprises in this game. Right. There, there, there is nothing yeah. in this game that is, that is like uh, RNG without it being telegraphed to you prior to it happening. Um, yeah. It gives you every piece of information you need to win the fight. Um, it's just about you decoding that information into like a plan um if you like into the breach let me tell you about a little tv show called neon genesis evangelion (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's basically (laughs) because it is it is literally that it is it is the same level of um dire stakes a lot of the time um in a way that's like really tight in a way that's also i really hope somewhere they get like they they make a spin-off of this game which is just like the wrapping <laughs> of evangelion with like the music yeah um there's got to be a because, mod at this point oh uh, like i i hope so because like the, the music evangelion is the same music that's used in godzilla um which is just like this like really <laughs> tight like pompous drums and trumpet sound that oh, is like yeah. like like impending battle um, and Into the Breach is just impending battle the entire game. Um, whereas, like, yeah, like, like FTL um, has a lot more randomness to it and it's a lot more managing risk. Yeah, and it's real-time, right? It's very it's very instant. The, yeah, yeah, there is some reaction com- that you need in that game as well. Sorry, June. The, sorry, the Into the Breach soundtrack is, like, the one soundtrack I go back to when I'm studying. It's, right. like, my study soundtrack, like, Always, it's Ben. I think it's Ben Punity, Ben Pu- Ben something that does the soundtrack. It does the into the, the FTL one as well. But um, it's just like it's like not too uh, what's the word? It's not too exhilarating. It's not too like dramatic, but it's like still kind of like you know you think about it, yeah. but don't really think so about it. It's good. Ben Prunty. Yeah. That's it. Uh, how many years was in between FTL and Into the Breach? I'm on it. Because so I'm, I'm, I'm curious, like, should we be seeing something from them soon? Honestly, maybe. Uh, so it seems yeah. like Into the Breach was February 2018. So we're coming up to four years. Um, FTL was February 2013. So, they, oh, no, hang on. Uh, no, that's not right. FTL release originally came out September 2012. Okay. Um, so maybe, maybe next year we see something. Yeah, maybe next year we see an announcement. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what they're, you know, who, who knows what they're, yeah, who knows? How many people have got and COVID and blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, yeah. 
It, yeah, it's getting it's getting to be long enough that it could be could be time. Mm. Yeah, they're they're an exciting developer. Yeah, it's a shame Into the Breach didn't go bigger. I remember there was a lot of people saying is like, this is excellent and deserves more attention. It's a it's a heady game. Mm. Um, I I I also think it's it's one of those games that will be looked looked back upon as a game that will inspire many developers that will go on to make something, mm. but you know didn't quite hit that commercial level of mm. like you know blowing the doors off every game of the year list and and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm glad I got to it. What made you? In 2021, <laughs> decided to start into the breach. You know, I was, I, it was, I was just sitting here. I was just sitting at my desk one night, and I was like, "I'm tired. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that." I don't know. It was like I didn't want to play like Apex. Um, I didn't want to like nothing. I like I was just running through the games in my head. I was like, I want to play something, but only for like an hour. And I was like, I'll just play the start of Into the Breach. That'll work well. And it did. It was good. Okay. And I could walk away from it after an hour too. I, you know, I wanted to be engaged and I wanted to think and I wanted to be, you know, I didn't want to just play an hour of Isaac, which I've played 100 hours of already and basically just like spend that hour and like I may as well have just been asleep. You know, I wanted to be engaged but not um, sucked in, I guess. I would love this game on a phone, I think. Yeah. I would love to mm. be able to stop mm. in the middle of a match and come back four hours later, fresh eyes. I've got time to kill on the train. I'm just going to, yeah, I know, I know it's on the Switch, but like, like, the, the, yeah, like, like the, the Switch is a bit more effort to like take out. Like if, if, if I'm on transport, like if like I'm on my phone when I'm on the train, right? If yeah. I saw the Into the Breach logo while I'm on my phone, I'm, I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just jump in for 20 minutes and do one turn. I'll spend 20 minutes on a single turn and still fuck it up because I'm an idiot. But like, I would, I would like <laughs> the, the most amazing thing about this game is when it came out, I don't know if you were really paying attention to it much because you weren't playing it at that point, Kerry. Um, but June, I think you were more as well. Um, when the game came out, people would post like an image of, hey, I need help with this. And then people would reply oh. with five tweets of just, hey, do this and then do this and then do this and then do this and then do this and do this. And it was just like people tweeting each other the order of operations for somebody else's match because you don't need to know the turn <laughs> previous to yours. You can jump in at literally any point once you know the mechanics of the game yeah. and figure out the best possible solution to it. And it was incredible seeing people go on long Twitter threads of what they should do next just to help them get through a single move. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it was a, a sight to behold on Twitter for that, like two week period. It was really fun. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't see that, but you know, that's, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm on Twitter that much. So that makes sense. Uh, I just got a couple of other quick things here. So I've been playing Ratchet and Returnal for stuff that I'm working on right now. Um, both games that I had uninstalled from my PS5, both games that came out within six weeks of each other. Did and they? It, yeah, because Returnal was the end of April and Ratchet was like 12th of June. Good Lord. Yeah, I know, right? 
feels if like you asked a- me when Returnal came out, I would have said December last yeah, year. It, it feels like a year ago since Ratchet came out, honestly. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, so um, I've been playing them, and I'm not going to talk about them much because we spoke about them ad nauseum earlier in the year in April and June. But uh, I forgot how excellent those games are. Ratchet specifically. Um, you know, I kind of had the, the two playthroughs when it came out, and then it was like, great, that's done now. And, like, I kind of was just like, what's the next thing? And I kind of forgot about it. But, like, it's so good. The animation and the design of all the planets and all the weapons and the effects and, oh, and the music. They, they, that game is fantastic. And, honestly, Returnal, and this is relevant today as well, but Returnal, yeah. I, I got to play it a bit today um, for some footage capture. And that game is that that game really does have something. I think it 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 ran out its like goodwill with me because of how long the runs were. Um, but today they finally added, you know, six months after launch. I'm glad they put it in there. I'm glad they've been working on it. They put in a suspend game feature, so I can mm. I, I can do the the three hour run where I get as many upgrades as possible to get to the final boss. I can make that happen over multiple sittings now. So I'm so excited. I I've got it installed. I can get to the ending. And you know, I'm watching some intro cutscenes again for the for the first time in ages, and I'm watching some. Um, I'm listening to you know the logs of Celine listening to Celine, and um, I'm like, oh yeah, there are all these little threads that like, basically none of them had been answered by the time I got like five biomes in, and I'm really ex- I, I really want to get to the ending and see them tie it all together. Um, so yeah, just wanted to bring that up again. I also played and finished. So, oh no. Real quick, just on Returnal, do you remember how big that game is? Gigabytes-wise? Yeah. No, I don't remember because, off the top of my head. Okay, because the, the the update of them adding... um, like, Suspend is what they yeah, call it. Yeah, like, yeah, mid-run suspension. Uh, <laughs> it, it did make me go, okay, maybe maybe now I give it another go. Yeah. Um, because... Yeah, like hearing you talk about three-hour runs, I was like, I, I'm just immediately going to sleep. Um, That's the thing. I like, I, I just can't afford to have a three-hour run go badly and then have to do it all over again. Like, yeah, right. Um, so like, I, like that does make me more inclined to go back and give it like another, another fair go. Mm. Um, but I don't know if it's if it's any more than seventy gig. I don't think I could. I could I, cop it. I don't think it's that large, but uh, we can have a look in the break. I've got the PS5 here, so yeah. we'll have a look soon. Um, but yeah, I also decided with all the dread hype, um, I also decided to just start play and finish <laughs> Super Metroid for the first time in my life. Topical <laughs> yeah. as ever. Jude, yeah. Jude's con- face con- is just like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, turns out this game's really good. I don't expect that. <laughs> Did you guys know that? It's also, uh, it's older than I am. Um... Uh, I think it's as old as you are, dude. And it came out in, I think, I don't remember. Well, this game is ancient. Yeah. What? Yeah. I think it came out in '94. Well, I can make those. You make those jokes the other way. Yeah. I can make the jokes that way. <laughs> yeah. um, that is my birth year. So. But yeah, it's Correct. it's got such a it's got a pretty cool opening, where it's like it says Nintendo in red letters at the front, but it like like kind of types it out with like beeping tech noises like. Boop, boop, and it's just like red Nintendo, and then it like flashes like through Animal this Crossing. 
That's yeah, really, I, really well. I, 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 I pretended to do that the other like I, I did that the other day without ever doing it before in front of my housemate and he looked at me like, How did you do that? I was like, I don't know. I've never I've never done it before. And then I started reading the text out of the game that he I think he was playing Metroid Dread and I started reading the text yep. as he was playing it. He's like, You need to stop. This is wigging me out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but then it also goes like 1994 in those letters as well. And it's just, this is the scene it starts off. It's a Super Metroid. You see the little Metroid lava from Metroid 2. And then there's just dead scientists everywhere. And then the like ominous Metroid music. And I was like, yeah, this game's got a vibe. I don't know. I, it's not my first Metroid game. I played a Zero Mission on an emulator like 15 years ago. Um, yeah, I know, 15 years ago. So. But like I, I, I sort so of clearly. <laughs> I have some of those concepts still in my head, you know, it's like, oh I recognize that block, that's for when I get the speed boost and I run through those blocks and oh I need this type of missile and stuff. Um It's really good. It, it was really good. Um I did look up a guide a few times which made it a bit more frictionless. Um but being thorough and finding stuff, there's like an X-ray scope that shows you where some hidden blocks are, like which ones to destroy that you can use in game, which is good. Um, and then the final parts of the final boss, I like made me feel things. I, I almost cried. It was ridiculous. Bloody Super Nintendo game. I didn't know they could do that. <laughs> but it did. I don't know. So yeah, I had a really good time with it. It's over now. You know, I, I beat it. I finished it. Uh, it's good. If anyone's played, I, I don't know if it'll be good to go back to after playing Dread. Um, but if, if, you know, if you've got a Metroid yearning and you haven't played it before, I think it's worth it. Um, just don't be afraid to pull up a guide. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, like I feel like as far as my Metroid experience after playing through most of Dread so far, I think I'm about a third to a quarter of the way left in that game, um, which I'm loving. Uh, I feel like that would be the next one I would go to. Yeah. Um. It seems to be the one that everybody raves about the most in terms of like, hey, this is the, you know, this is the Mario three of Metroid. This is the Link to the Past of Metroid. This is yeah. the the one to go back to. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it, it's it's really decent, and I liked how bite sized it was. You know, I could just kind of binge it for a couple of days, and then it was done. That was that was nice. Um, so I've got a couple of things. I I've got one other thing on my list, but we're going to get to that after the break because it comes with. Asterisks. Uh, so what An we're going to do? What we're going to? Pardon? And obelix. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do uh, before then is go to the break. Uh, right before we hear what we'll be answering in the question corner after the break. Before the break, uh, June. What's the question for the week? Um. Guess uh, we're gonna guess what the top three Switch games are. Top rated, top three top rated Switch games yeah. are on Metacritic. You decided Metacritic. So we're, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have our individual guesses. All we'll say our individual guesses, and then we'll see the results. Mm. Um, and you know if this if this goes mm. well, which we think mm. it will, um, we'll we'll see about the other platforms as well uh, going forward. Um, so yeah, have a think, everybody. We will too, and uh, we'll be right back. 
Welcome back to the Minimapcast. How many top-selling, critically acclaimed Switch games can you think of off the top of your head without using the internet? If it's anything like me, it's probably not many. Uh, June, what's the what's the question <laughs> for the week? Uh, guess what the top three Switch games are on Metacritic. <laughs> Yes, what and however that could be phrased as a question. Yeah, <laughs> what are the top three Switch games on Metacritic? Um, yeah, and we also said that um, doesn't have to be in order. So yeah. if you got any of the three, then good job. Someone want to pull up what they are? I pull it up. It's my question. Uh, I, I've, oh, hang I've, on, I've hang. got the, I've got the, the. It's not open, but I've got the tab. Okay, will you do it? Well, hang on. No, let's 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 read our three out first. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Um, who wants to go first? I'll go. Please go on. So, uh, Odyssey, Mario Odyssey mm-hmm. is in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reckon Breath of the Wild is also in there. And then the third one I was stuck on. I'm saying Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a good list. Some, no, some, he- some heavy hitters. Carrie, mm. do you want to go yours? Yep. So I, the only way I could properly do this was by like writing all of the ones I thought could qualify down and then sort of crossing off the ones as I went. So uh, I had six written down total. I crossed off Mario Odyssey. I crossed off uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And I crossed off Splatoon 2. Um, And what I was left with was Breath of the Wild, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and and I don't know about this one, but Celeste. Oh, I didn't even think about Celeste. Okay. And that's tricky because it was cross-platform, so then you start getting, like, different... It's reviewed more favorably on other platforms compared to others, but... Celeste was such a bright spark of like an indie darling moment when it came out. I I I I, I don't know about that one, but I I feel okay about it. So yeah, Breath of the Wild, Super Smash Ultimate, and Celeste. Uh, my three are Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Mm-hmm. I think that one came out almost like came out really early and just like held that position. Uh. I would put Breath of the Wild above Mario Odyssey. And Into the Breach. You really? think Into the Breach is critically on Metacritic, one of the top three games on the Switch, rated above everything else. I I I, <laughs> well, I, I don't know what else I, I I truly don't actually know what would be rated above it in terms of like Metacritic has a very specific taste for people and the people that reviewed it would have liked it more than the the broad spectrum of folks that played Smash Brothers or that played Okay. Uh um Mario Maker uh, or Yeah. 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 Mm, that's okay. true. I see that logic. I will now read out the finalists. From 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 lowest to highest. From lowest to highest, 
all time scores. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna read out the top five. Okay. Okay. Uh, start. Start from five. Yeah. Start. Start from five. Yeah. Mm. Hades. Oh, Hades. Good on no. Hades. Tell you what. Well, there's a, there's a, we'll get there. Number four, the Tetris Effect Connected. <laughs> One of the what? greatest games ever made. The Tetris Effect Connected came out October 8th, like last two year? weeks ago. What? Wait, what? What the hell? That's yeah, wild. That, that, that game only just came to Switch. And you know what? What a, what, what a play. What a power play. 2021, <laughs> Tetris still out here fucking on top. Bloody hell. Game three, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you, this is not one that any of us has said, came out in April of 2021. Uh, have, a, have a guess. Is it multi-platform? I don't believe so. April. Double check. I don't remember. I don't remember what came out. I remember. Uh, uh, sorry, it did. Sorry, it came out PS4, iOS, Windows, Switch. Mm. Is it indie? Mm. iOS, huh? Uh, it is. Indish. I need. Yeah, it's 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 been published since at least. Crap! This is. I'm gonna hate not. You are not going to get this. You are not going to get yeah, this. Yeah, tell us. The house in fate. Sorry, the house in Fata Morgana. Death of the Revenants edition. Hmm. A visual novel that came out in 2012. <laughs> and is sitting number three with a 97. What the fuck? <laughs> On Metacritic. Maybe maybe we should have picked not Metacritic after all. Oh, that's some weeb we'll, shit. We can we can go to we can pop over to Open Critic after this. I think we should cross reference, mm-hmm. but you know, that's okay. We we went with Metacritic for this one. We'll cross reference it, but like, oh my god, I feel number two. I have very low hopes for the next two. Number two, Super Mario Odyssey. Shit. Okay. The best game on Great. Switch. I know, Griffin. Mm-hmm. Number one, Breath of the Wild. Okay. I had two. Yeah. I, had, I had one. I had one. Uh, top ten. Uh, just to really quick jump through the others. Ten was Celeste. Kerry, nice job. Okay. Uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate was number nine. June, nice job. Number eight was Undertale. Number seven was Ori, Will of oh, the Wisps. Undertale. And oh. number six was mm. Divinity Original Sin 2. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm real going to quick kind of jump over into open critic you know i knew there was there was room for that bs i was looking at metacritic earlier this week thinking about what games have come out this year that i haven't played yet in terms of highest rated and there was so much bullshit on there like (laughs) re-releases and ports and stuff i'd never heard of that's honestly but what what like where the switch is kind of shining though because like you know mario kart 8 you know it probably got good reviews on the wii u but who the fuck played it on the Wii U? Exactly, exactly, and <laughs> <I> like, <did. laughs> but like it, when it came out, it was like, yeah, this is a great port. There's no extra content. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. There was, there was. Uh, the Link DLC was Zelda. included, but there was no. The DLC from was, the Wii U version was included, but there's no downloadable content for Mario Kart Eight. Wasn't, 
Wasn't there an extra character or two? They put Inkling in it. Wasn't that on I don't Wii U? Think that was on the, I don't think that was on the Wii U version. I want to say there was two skins or like, sorry, two, two more characters put in the, in the deluxe edition. Wahoo. Yeah. Um, that's what he says. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> that's the Mario so, off the cart. Yeah. All right. So on Open Critic, on the, on the Switch, number 10. Animal Crossing New Horizon. Mm, that was an option. Yeah. Number nine, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number eight, Divinity, Divinity Original Sin 2. Number seven, Celeste. Number six, Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of the Elusive Age Definitive Edition. Okay. Okay. Number five, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Number four, Undertale. Number three, Hades. Number two, Breath of the Wild. Number one, Super Mario Odyssey. I just did not remember Odyssey being as well liked as that, but I I guess I may be letting my own. Yeah, it's it's the best game on the Switch. It's the the best game on the Switch, and it's the best 3D Mario. (laughs) That's bait. Why are you always going to twist the knife? Um, (laughs) That was fun. That That was tricky. I hope you all... Had to think about it, and I wonder how how all of your results ended up as well, dear listeners. Um, so we had we when we came up with this idea a few weeks ago, it was sort of a two parter. Um, June, what what is part two of the question that we will get to in the next question corner? <laughs> um, well, it was fuck Mary kill those top three, oh. but I don't really want to include whatever the fuck the third one was that. The House of Fata Morgana, Dreams of the Revenge. Yeah, Vision. so I feel like we should use the, what was the other, Intercritic or whatever it was called? Open Critic. Let's say the side. Open Critic. Which was what, Hades, um, Breath of the Wild and Odyssey. Yeah, which are the same two, the top two, just with Hades instead. Yeah, yeah. But, but the addition of Sex the Game. Yeah, true. It's a bit easy, isn't it? Or what was number well, four on mm-hmm. Metacritic? Uh, Tetris Effect Connected. Also, fuck the game. <laughs> or, yeah. Or, yeah? Like, well, do, do you want to do that? Or do we want to just next time do like PS4 games or PS3 or 2 games uh, top 3? Or... All right, what are you guys feeling? What if we both. did... What if we looked at the top 10 Switch games that we just went through and then we each picked our fuck, marry, kill from the top 10. So it's a bit more varied, a bit mm-hmm. more choice. You can, you, there's one in there that you hate, it's gone. There's one in there that well, like. That, that one you can kill. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that's not, I feel like, I feel like it's a good idea, but I feel like it's not going to, um, I feel like there's not going to be as much discussion because like, this is just my opinion, you know, oh, yeah, it's not like we're separate, not picking yeah. out of the exact same three. Yeah. So what if it was, hmm. I don't know. I feel like either Hades or Tetris. I'll, I'm, let's, what do you think? Hades, put Hades in there. All right, let's do Hades. And Hades, Breath of the Wild and Odyssey. Okay. Fuck Miracle. Next next time. Hmm. It's, just, it's pretty easy. I got my answer. <laughs> well, keep it to yourself. You have to defend it, Jeremy. You have to defend it next week. Easy. With honour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. What's the goss? What's news? June, for the last, I want to say, like, 16 episodes, which is not true, but it feels like every week 
Jeremy and I have been sitting down throughout, late throughout October and we have been talking about the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack. First, mm-hmm. it was announced and Jeremy was upset that they were nickeling and diming customers and I was like, oh, we'll see. You know, I'm excited to play Ocarina of Time legitimately. It'll be on the Switch. It'll be convenient. We'll see about the price. That'll be the deal breaker. Last week, we spoke about the price. It's not a great price. They're charging a lot of money for it, right? Um, How much is it? It's $60 for the individual for a year, and you can only pay it for the year. So, so I should say it's $30 for the standard online and then another $30 for the expansion pack. Okay. An extra $30 to play nine N64 games. And, what, and 18, 18 Genesis games? Yeah, 18 Genesis games. It also comes and, with um, access Animal to the DLC. Animal Crossing DLC in a couple of weeks when that comes out. It's going to come out for everyone eventually, though, anyway. So No, but you don't have to pay for the Animal the, Crossing DLC. The pay DLC, DLC like... not the free DLC. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, see. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the expansion. Excuse me. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's okay. They can kind of only get away with asking as much as they do because they've included the new Animal Crossing content. Um, so... I was a bit let down by that. Jeremy was kind of uh, his ex his his very low expectations were met with that. Um, no, they they managed to get below oh, okay. those. Okay, no, to fair be enough. Completely honest. <laughs> uh, I am here to tell you, Jeremy. Have you played the N sixty four collection or Genesis collection? No, but I've been on Twitter. Okay, so you've been on Twitter, June. Have you been on Twitter? Mm, yes, but probably not for this. Okay, so I don't think I. Seen it. The N64 collection came out a bit more than 24 hours ago. We've got it as part of the family plan. It's it's not a bad price as part of the family plan, as per usual. So I'm not I'm not upset with the family plan price. However, as opposed to saying I could pay for this individually if it was just me, or I could get it way cheaper on the family plan. Now I'm like, I'd only get this for the family plan price. Um I am here to say, and Jeremy, this can be the name of the of the podcast as far as I'm concerned. Jeremy was right. Oh, <laughs> Jeremy was right. Uh, I so we were. I was lining this up with the family group that we've got for the Nintendo Online. I was like, "Who wants this? Who doesn't?" People were like, "Yeah, me, me, not me, not me, me, me." Okay, cool. So we're gonna line up the prices. Most of us are getting the expansion pack. I'm happy to get it if most of the other people are getting it because it's a reasonable price. Um, so bought it as soon as it was available. And loaded stuff up, and I played a few games, and and I, I what I did was I played Mario sixty four compared to Mario sixty four and three D All Stars. Um, I didn't load up Ocarina of Time yet though because uh, I was like, oh, I'll play that tonight. And I'll sit down on the couch and play a couple of hours of that, and that'll be nice and special because that's the one I was really excited about. And then over less than a couple of hours, you know, I was I was looking at a Ocarina of Time speedrunner. I'm familiar with CFG. And he says, holy crap, this might be worse than the Wii U Virtual Console emulation of Ocarina of Time, which was, like, infamously terrible because of bad input lag and bad shaders and stuff like that. It, the... They haven't... They haven't done a good job. Not once did it cross my mind that they could release the N64 games, which last time they did was on the Wii U Virtual Console, which last time they did it 
was subpar. It was subpar emulation. It had really bad input lag. Sometimes the graphics were messed up. And not once did it cross my mind that when they were going to ask you, not only for more money, but so much more money on their modern console, that they were going to do as bad or worse a job. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, n- neither. That was that was never in my arguments of, I can't believe they're charging more for this. Mm. That, was, that was me saying, I can't believe they're charging more for like the correct version of that of this game um this is worse than that um this sucks like this is like this is actual dog shit and And you you know like there's that rumor floating around and it's still floating around from people who are in the know that zelda 3d collection is probably still coming and they'll make you pay for the right version of that game you know, the, 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 the version they brought out of Super Mario 64 is worse than the version they brought out recently on the cart. Um, on 3D All-Stars. It, yeah, it's a yeah. worse version of that game that they charged uh, $30 for one third of that collection being Mario 64. It's worse than that. Um, yeah. This now, sucks. I want to say, like, it's, it's bad. Everything's playable. Everything's decent. Sure. Sam and I played... We played like 45 minutes of Mario Tennis the uh, last night and we had a great time. Like that was so fun. And I'm looking forward to playing Star Fox and I'm and I played more Ocarina of Time. Um it's playable, it's okay, but what this has got me saying is like we've paid for the year, that's done now. I'm not signing up for another one. I'm going to play through these, I'm going to be glad I've got access to them as easily as I do. And then I'm not doing it again because it's yeah. not worth it. What this made me really double down on is it's like, okay, it's time to look at upscalers. It's time to look at uh, Ocarina of Time 3D emulated because you could do that. I could do that legitimately, you know, without mm. infringing on stuff. And th- there are graphics mods. There are 4K ups, like upgrade mods that you can do. All of that would be miles better than the half ass job that Nintendo charged an arm and a leg for this week. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm upset by it. And I'm even more upset by the fact that I was still so happy to be playing Ocarina of Time anyway. <laughs> like, I said, like, Sam, we were playing, and Sam was like, all right, I'm going to get ready for bed, and then went away and then came back to, like, say goodnight. And I was like, this controls, this controls like crap, and I absolutely am having the best time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's not a bad thing because if you if you love the game, you love the game. Like yeah. you know, that's it. It's just more like they're charging for this. Yeah, you know they're like. So I I've played Ocarina of Time on my 3ds. Yep. And I I don't I don't love that game. Would you recommend me play this still? No. On this. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. And, and this and this and this is where this is where I really, I really struggle with this company. If you don't have the nostalgia for this game already, it's not worth it. This yeah. is maybe the worst. It's maybe the worst version of Ocarina of Time out there. And there's been like and, ten and, of them. And that's what really throws me. It's like this is this game is older than I am, right? You know. And you know, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm failing too, but like I'm not failing and <laughs> charging people money for it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's like I I just I truly the way this company treats its legacy, um, the, the, you know, if it's, you know, if it's rushed 
out and it's, you know, if it's crunched out, yep. that's not like me saying, hey, the developers did a bad job. This is why the fuck are you releasing it in this state? And if it wasn't, and if they sat on it in this state, like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Um, it's so, and you know, like, I'm not, obviously they've had some issues with this, you know, like perhaps last week I was a little bit um, harsh with me saying it's not that hard. Because look, games are hard, right? Emulation also hard, but it's also still been done. Um, and and they've got still, the resources. They own the game. It's <laughs> their game. Um, you know, if if you want to charge for something like this, you make it worth the price. You put effort into something to make it. Look, if you're only going to release the game that's 25 years old, 24 years old, like you make it the best goddamn version of that 24-year-old fucking game you can make, right? You don't release the worst version of that I game yeah. and still charge a subscription for it. Yeah. You know, if, if oh, I don't know. And, you know, they were, they were celebrating it. Hey, guess what? We've got the N64. We're going to bring out the old controllers, right? You know, we're going to make a ho- big hullabaloo about it. You know, it's going to be really exciting for everybody. You were, you know, obviously chuffed, Kerry. Yep. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people were super excited. A lot, of, a lot of other old people on Twitter were going, oh, my God, look how good this console was when it came out, blah, 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 blah. And, like, this is how you treat those folk and they'll do it again. They'll do it again. They'll just, mm-hmm. they'll just do it again. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm very surprised. I'm very curious to see in what state that N64, uh, sorry, the, the 3D Zelda collection is in the one that is supposed to include Ocarina, Majora's and I don't know what the other one would be. I, th- I think it, I it thought the collection was just meant to be the, the HD ones from the Wii U, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. I I don't remember now the the, the rumors are like from a while ago that that might be correct actually um what state are they going to be on you know like they're bringing games from the Wii U over and the Wii over that are that are performing better yeah. you know obviously they you have to work on them but you have to work on them and that's fine the, the thing that is mind boggling to me the thing that I really cannot like I really really cannot stop thinking about is that there are better versions of Ocarina of Time on the Switch than this. You know, people have mm-hmm. loaded up RetroArch on Ocar- like onto the Switch. Yeah. Like there are there are better ways to play this game than the than the path to legality or whatever. So there's there's a an, another wrinkle to this is that they're not all as bad as Ocarina. The input sure. lag the input lag is not bad in some of the other games. Um, but like, but also, Ocarina has graphical errors, which make the game worse. It that's like, exactly like the, right. Like, did you see like the fog and stuff? So yeah, there's there's this thing, right? So the fog is a major part of the way the atmosphere of that game works. When you're in the the starting forest, there's the the village where you know everyone lives, and then there's sort of a, a narrow path that leads to the Great Deku Tree, and that it turns out you can barely see the canopy of the Great Deku Tree through the fog in the original titles. But in this game, for whatever reason, the fog is just never there in any scenes. And so you can just see the really blurry edge of the texture on the horizon. You can see the edge of every room. You can see the edge of every open landscape. There's this cutscene, right, where you pull the Master Sword for the first time. 
And then there's a, you know, music plays. You hear Ganondorf laugh and it, and it flashes bright white and you can't see anything. Um, and then it, you see Ganondorf's face and it's this, this big moment, right? But in the Switch version, it turns out Ganondorf's there in front of the camera the whole time behind fog, right? But there's no fog there anymore. So he's just standing there. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, and and another part of it as well. There, so in recent years, in the last two years, uh, in the glitch community for Ocarina of Time, um, a glitch was found that allowed people to uh, do arbitrary code execution, right? which is where you can inject your own code into the game through, uh, in, in this case, they do it through the file select screen and the naming screen. And that way they can, you know, speedrunners use it to give themselves more items faster. But the, I, the theory is that being able to arbitrarily execute code um, on something that is being run on the Switch might allow people to then infiltrate the Switch's firmware and, you know, crack through its security. So they've they've gone into the game. They've gone into Ocarina of Time to futz with it, to make sure that stuff like that can't happen. And it's 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 screwed with the game in so many ways, like so many random ways as well. Like it's like, did they mean to do this? Did they mean to fix it so this glitch couldn't happen? The arbitrary code execution thing I get, but then there's also things now where it's like, so when you're adult Link, you wear gauntlets, right? And then there are different strength upgrades for the silver and gold gauntlets and they come with different colors and they lift, let you lift heavier things in the game. But when you're in the fire temple, for whatever reason, no matter which gauntlets you're wearing, you know, normal, silver or gold, the, they're blue. Just, in, just when you're in fire temple, it doesn't matter which ones you're wearing, they're blue. They're meant to be red. They're meant to be like, they're always red or brown, but they're just blue in this one temple. <laughs> so I don't know what they did, and I don't know how they thought it was acceptable. They got a beta version of this game. I don't know. Well, no, well, <laughs> it's, been, bizarre. it's been confirmed to be 1.2, which is the most up-to-date version of the N64 game. There's, a, there's an they, 0.9 version of that game that people have discovered with, like, incomplete maps and stuff like that. This is 1.2. It's the most up-to-date version. That's bizarre. It's so um, Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> the other thing is, so with the SNES and NES collections, right, they've got a lot more buttons on a modern controller than they have for... Um, than they need to run NES and SNES games. They just didn't have that many many buttons. The N64 controller, though, was starting to run into controllers that had almost as many buttons as the original system. And what that means is that, well, let's not brush past the fact that the N64 controller is one of the worst <laughs> in, in history. Um, it's so bad with its three handles. But also, some of the button layout's pretty awkward, right? But the... They actually struggled to fit all of the buttons on there. So to use, they've used some, they've used some quick, so like, so you've got A and B are A and B, which is a problem on this because A and B are the right and bottom buttons on the Switch. But on the N64, A and B are the bottom and left buttons <laughs> on the N64. So you look at the, so you kind of have to rotate your brain sideways when you're looking at the N64 layout to make it work on this one. <laughs> 
And then beside the A and B button on the N64 are the four C buttons. C up, right, down, and left. And there's not that many buttons beside A and B on the Switch. There's only Y and X. So what they do, they've quick mapped C left to Y, which is the left face button, C down to X, which is the top button, and then the other two buttons you can only access through either the right stick, which is always the C buttons, which is not great, or you hold ZR, and then all the face buttons become the C up, down, left, and right where they should be, but then you lose A and B. <laughs> and like I know that probably didn't make sense if you're just listening to this, but like that's how confusing it was when I looked at it. Like I pulled up the game didn't and I'm, start, I'm, getting ex- either. I'm getting excited to play it, and I'm like, oh, what are the controls? And I look at it, and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> how, what? <laughs> I don't know how to make this work. And my 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 favorite thing is it's like. Ocarina of Time exists on the 3DS, right? And the buttons on the 3DS are exactly the same as on the Switch. Well, and no, they could the, have just ported over that, that control scheme, right? A lot of how they make that work on the on the 3DS is with the touchscreen. So that would be a little bit different. Like that like really? Yeah, a lot of your item slots on the 3DS is like item number one is up here on the touchscreen and then down here on the touchscreen, and then you got a couple so of buttons. Why didn't they do that with yeah, the like Switch? The, the, the Switch has yeah, a touchscreen. They should screen. give the Switch a touchscreen. Wait, it has one. <laughs> <laughs> No, they just need to do an update so you can use it. Well, well, the thing is because the control scheme is they've made one that works for all games, right? It's a general control scheme that doesn't change from game to game. Um, whether they should put the time in to make it work like that is another discussion. I think they should. But but you, um, you can't even remap the buttons, though. No, you can't. You can remap that's, them on the Switch fun. hardware, but, like, it doesn't... It, it Not in a way that makes it satisfying. Like, you... you yeah. The control scheme is... It'll change from game to game, but for some games, Ocarina of Time included, it is compromised. Compromised. That sucks, Carrie. I'm yeah, sorry. It does suck. I'm, I'm going to have a good time. Like I said, like I was, I was so smiling and I was getting chills listening to the opening music. Um, and then I, I saw these tweets from ZFG and I was like, oh, that's okay. Input lag. That's something, I'm, you know, I'm playing on a projector. Like I probably won't notice it. And very first thing I do when you when you start off with Link and he gets out of bed and you walk through his tiny, tiny house, I'm like, oh, no. Like, I felt it immediately. It was It's like trying to steer a bike, like a remote-controlled bike through syrup. Like, like, it's just so... It just feels like so many layers. You press forward and it just takes so long for him to move. You know, not like four seconds, but like a quarter of a second. Like... And after all that... After all of that, you're still fucking playing Ocarina of Time. Still having a great time. What a, what a heartbreaking <laughs> moment is that you can get it right and then you're still playing Ocarina of Time. Oh my God, I just hate you so much. And it's like, <laughs> it, yeah. The other thing yeah, that got like, me is... Th- th- this truly does bring me no joy to hear. Like, yeah, I, am, I, I am like, I'm very unhappy that this is, this is the state of this. Yeah, and it makes me worried because they have announced that, you know, they bring out seven more or something like that in the coming weeks or months. I don't know. Maybe it'll be 18 months. Who knows? I don't think it'll if, be that if long. But... these aren't ready, then what the fuck state are they in? I know. So there's like six or seven <laughs> more, right? Banjo and Kazooie is coming, Majora's Mask, Super Smash, um, others that are also it, important. It, is, is Smash Paper on that Mario. list? Sp- Smash is not in yet. It's it, it's coming, but it's not in yet. No, but is it on that list of games that are coming? I think so, yeah. I, I want to say that's the that, that was the biggest outlier for me because I think that would have to mean they would have to bring in netcode. Yeah, apparently for people who are online buffs, they've said that's also not great. <laughs> yeah. 
because it's got to like it's got to like sync all the players individually every time, and then it slips, and then it's really weird. So yeah, I'm not sure. Ah, uh, it's just it's uh. a it's a bloody shame, and I was so optimistic, and I really wanted it to work. Um, but yeah, no. Now that just feels like the best way to do this is to go the proper retro route and buy a an expensive upscaler, and or maybe an inexpensive one. Although I'm inclined to get the more expensive one, but uh, Smash is not coming at all. As far as oh, aware. how did I get that so wrong? No, like, like the the, re- the only reason I know that is because I specifically looked for it because I was like, I was thinking like that would take a lot more work than most of the other games to bring oh, into an online yeah. position. That's um, and so, and I think because they're not going to bring that to a to a correct online format, yeah. Um, I, I don't think they bring it at all. Oh god, it's just such a shame. Like, why couldn't it be that like Winback was the one that doesn't work? Like. Has anyone ever heard of Winback before? What's Winback? It's a third-person shooter. It turns out. But no, the 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 the, the games that have the most trouble, like Mario Kart yeah. runs great, Mario Tennis also great. You know, people having a good time with Star Fox. But you know, I the couldn't 60- Yoshi Story be the one that failed. I, I like that game, but yes, you're <laughs> right. Why is it Ocarina of Time that is categorically worse? for being included in this list. Because Nintendo shit in the punch bowl <laughs> time and time again. They did it. They, they made it worse. They, they, they got me so pumped and in the space of three to four weeks just brought me down so low. Don't, don't, so don't worry, Cody. They'll, they'll bring out Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time Cloud Edition. <laughs> so you can play it streaming directly to your Switch from Nintendo servers in Japan. Yeah. Not in Australia. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I doubt there'll be any updates. If I, like, I doubt like they will patch anything. I think this is it. No. Yeah. Um, if there isn't, it's better than great. I doubt it'll be good. Um, there's just to finish this awful section of this podcast <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> there's a tweet I saw from uh, Frank Cafaldi. Let me just see what their Twitter bio says. Uh, founder, co-director, and noisemaker at Game History Org. Uh, so, uh, they know if they, they know if they, he, this guy knows a thing about, uh, emulation turns out because, you know, done some historical research and conservation stuff, which is important for games. Um, and he looked at this, this, this screenshot going around of, um, this group of screenshots of the N64 version, the Wii U virtual console version and the Switch version all in the same room in Ocarina of Time. <laughs> and, and the Switch version is by far the worst. Um. And he says, commercial emulation is rarely a better product than, quote, amateur, unquote, emulation. Business needs cannot compete against decades of communal knowledge sharing and labor. Working at Nintendo doesn't make you better equipped to emulate Nintendo systems. Uh, yeah, and, and, and there's a bit of a thread and it's a good discussion. And at the end, he says, all I'm saying is stop waiting for the man to spoon feed you what you want. Just go out and grab it and take the reins yourself. Life's too yep. short to wait around for capitalism to care about you. If you've got the means to play games correctly, <laughs> take advantage of them. Yeah. Seize the means of game production, uh, game emulation. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, um, but also, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm there. Like, yes. For how well, for how good the NES and SNES collections were, for it to go so badly now, and for them to be asking more for it. Yeah. Disaster. 
bad. <laughs> anyway, when we finish this podcast, I'm going to go sit in, on my couch and play more Ocarina of Time. But I'm not going to be happy about it. Well, I'm going to be... <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be half happy about it and half like, which is the worst case scenario. Well, do you? Okay, I have one final question for you. Do you want to potentially save yourself of this game for when you can emulate it in a way that'll make you truly happy? Maybe, maybe. I think what will happen is I'm gonna play for a bit. I'm gonna do a bit of play, but I might just burn out on the difficulties with it and be like, all right, that's enough. I had this moment. I smiled. That's good enough. On to getting my 3DS out or onto uh, sorting out that texture pack I was talking about before. Because um, honestly, in the last 24 hours, I've looked at someone doing the Ocarina of Time 3D randomizer and they were just that was just on YouTube. But I was just looking at the 3D OOT 3D graphics and... That remake is stunning. It's stunning. Even at 346p or whatever it is, it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So, yeah, it's. I don't think I'm going to get through the whole game on this. Um, I'm going to play it and enjoy it for how it is now, but, yeah. What a, what a fuck up. <laughs> what a fuck up. I was, I was, I was ready to give them... <laughs> So much benefit of the doubt. And I have been for the last few weeks. I've been defending them on this podcast. And they they just... Uh, anyway. I'm excited to not be talking just about another, this next week. <laughs> yeah, just like another tick in the Nintendo fucking up list yeah. for this year, I guess. Yep. Um, what did you all think of the Animal Crossing stuff, though? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Me too. Yeah. It looks real cute. Did, how much mm. did you see, June? Uh, I just saw most of it on Twitter, but yeah, I think uh, I, I did think about maybe thinking about restarting the town and then just playing with the the DLC because it really is what they should have come out with in the first place. You know, it's yeah. like everything that was in New Leaf just in New Horizons, which is what it should have been. Yeah. A year ago, whenever that game came out, two years ago, yeah, nearly um, uh, last year. Last year, was it? Well, it was. Sure? It was start of last year. It was start of the pandemic, yeah. right? So yeah. it's been more than so a year and a half. Years. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'll see. I see if other people are playing it. Right. I yeah. I'm yeah. going to be jumping in once the once the free once the update comes out, which is November fifth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited I did to get go in. back to I did go back to my island the other day. Yeah, and it's, How was it? it's a it's a jungle out there. It's like <laughs> it's a mess. There's fucking weeds everywhere, and like islanders are like, "Oh my god, it's been 18 months since we last saw you." <laughs> like, don't leave me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You should see what's happening here. Um, <laughs> I am. Um, uh, I like completely like ruined my terraforming, so I don't think I could go back now. Right. Yeah, but right. you got to remember how slow the beginning of that game is. You're gonna have to start soon if you want to like. Yeah, honestly, you should start now. <laughs> and like all the recipes and crafting recipes and stuff that yeah. I won't have anymore. Yeah. It's almost not worth it, but I'll, I don't know. 
I don't know. We'll I see. think it's probably worth trying to fix your island. I think yeah, I, I think it would be worth trying to get that to a state where you're at least happy with it. Not perfect. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm looking at my island going, like, yeah, like I'm not gonna play like whatever I play of this game in between now and the expansion and beyond, I, I'm not gonna play it as not quite min maxi, but as as a as directly. Devoted. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not going to play the game. I'm going to take my time and do what I want. Um, yeah. And whatever I don't get done, like whatever, it's, it, it's no water off my back. It's just like a jump in to that island for a little bit and then... And did I get that wrong, Gary? You, were, you, you sure did. did. That's all right. <laughs> I, sure, I, I sure said that phrase and then thought, I actually don't know how to say that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? So it is water off your back. Because a duck's that because it's washing like, off. It's yeah, because like a duck is like back. hydrophobic. Like the water, <laughs> it's no big deal. It's just water off your back. If they're hydrophobic, they shouldn't be swimming. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, like it, it's 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 plenty of water off my feathers. Um, me me playing that game in, in in any direct way. So like, I think taking it chill and just because like as far as I'm aware the DLC is extraordinarily separate to the rest of the game it's got its own currency you have to be online when you do it you're connecting to servers you're doing your own building stuff like all of that stuff seems to be really really separate from the main game so even if you never mm-hmm. fix your island you could probably still jump into that in a in a meaningful that's way that's true mm-hmm. yeah I think there's there's just a few things you can unlock in the DLC to bring back to put in your house like you can get a few furniture items um, and a few like wall options i think and most mm-hmm. of, most of the quality of life update updates like almost all of them are in the they're in the um the 2.0 free update yeah mm. yeah true but yeah true. it's a sizable content that, pack and, and that direct happened and they played the music and i was like oh yeah oh yeah this game's real nice this game's real nice yeah so it's uh, it's just a shame that they they also said, "Hey, this is the last one." <laughs> so they didn't. That that article is a bit misled. I think they said it's the last free content update, but they didn't actually say that it was the last expansion pack. Okay, that that remains to be seen if they will announce another. But I I don't think it's completely locked off. I think that there is the possibility of one more. Okay. I thought we, I thought we clarified that. I thought we cleared that up. Yeah, last no, week. we we did, but I want to say that article is a little bit misled. Okay. I hope. Hopefully. I would like another one. Give me yeah. the ability to be in a town like New Leaf. I want to. I want. I want walls around my my town. I, it's a different vibe. I don't think that's going to happen. But I know. It's You're a welcome vibe, to one. <laughs> I, I, I want that. Hey, I got first person. <laughs> oh my god, June! It was hilarious. We were Jeremy and I were just staying up late, and then Jeremy's like, "Oh, the Animal Crossing Direct's about to happen." And I'm like, "Oh, well, great! Let's watch that." And, and then we were going into it, and Jeremy, I was, Jeremy said, "What do you want to see?" I was like, "I don't know. What do you want to see?" And he said, first person." <laughs> and then they did it. They, the Mad Men's did it. They had they the first person mode. <laughs> I feel like, did you say it like that? Like really like elongated and like, yeah. I feel like that was you getting a prophecy from Nintendo at that moment. <laughs> it was so weird. It was, it was boggling. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, after that, after that discussion, I've been I've been sitting on that for all all day, and like I was gonna like mention because that's like a big part of what my brain's been thinking about the last couple of hours. So we were in the break, and I was I was just thinking about like, oh, let's talk about things. I was like, oh, so I was playing. Oh no, I can't talk about that. That's topic for the <laughs> podcast. I was like, can't talk about that. Can't talk about that. Because <laughs> I just I was just sitting on it. <sighs> well. Everyone, thank you for getting to the end of this podcast with us. If this was news to you, I'm so sorry to have to break it to you. I'm 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 so truly sorry. Uh, but uh, I'm glad that you could be in this safe space with us for to figure that out. And maybe you didn't have to have pay money to figure it out like I did. Um, uh, if you like this episode of the podcast, you can go to minimap.com.au and find all other episodes of the podcast. Uh, they're great. They're topical, you know, some of them are a bit out of date, but the discussions are good anyway. I think you should listen to them if you feel like it. Uh, you can find our other podcasts there as well, like the Game Spoilers podcast, our, Glink, uh, blah, 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 our Game Club podcast, as well as uh, The Pecking Order, which is our kissability pop culture ranking podcast, uh, which is a good time. Uh, yeah, if you want to support the show monetarily, as I said before, you can go to patreon.com slash minimapau. Um you can also keep up on when we're releasing each episode on Twitter, uh, on the Minimap account, that's at MinimapAU. We're also all there individually. Uh, June, what's your Twitter account? Um, June is J-U-N underscore E-S-S. Jeremy, what's your Twitter account? Uh, at Obi-Wan-Jez. <laughs> Did you try to come up with a joke for a second there? No, I, I had one, but it felt a bit, it felt a bit mean. Oh, okay. Was it Ocarina of Time is Bad or something? And uh, I was like, Jeremy was right about Zelda or something. <laughs> uh, Jeremy was right. Which, as I said, I name of the baby. And, and now I'm there as well, at KJ Palmer underscore 24. Uh, you can see my... I put two tweets up when I started the emulation yesterday. One was like, it's happening, which is like the download screen. And then the second one under that was a picture of the control scheme. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and one of the... <laughs> I got a shout out. I got a response from one of my friends. A shout out to Tim, who's who, who said this. He said Nintendo did it again, and they've been hiding the Ninten- the the N sixty four controller inside the Switch all this time, and they just needed oh, to come yeah. out with an update like Bluetooth audio, <laughs> like the Bluetooth audio. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, uh, so yeah, you can see all of those tweets there on Twitter. Um, Sides from that, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time when we uh, decide which <laughs> three Switch games we we will be doing what with. Uh, (laughs) uh, until then have a good week